Welcome back, everyone, to the Daily Dollar Podcast. I am your host, Kate McCready. <laughs> <laughs> here with Art Morrison. You should give me like some words. Normally, you talk while I say, and I'm here with. Come on, man. So I waited for you this time. Art Morrison, the third year, guys. Another episode of the Daily Dollar. What is this? Episode number sixteen? I think it's yeah, sixteen or seventeen. You don't have it down somewhere. Do. Yeah, this is 16. Okay. Last one we did was Burr. Alright, what are we doing on this one? We are doing cutting corners. The danger of cutting corners and all things cutting corners. <laughs> oh man, that first recording of the week is always rough. So, cutting corners, in what way? I know we talked about this before, but like, are we talking, are we talking corner cutting in general business, right? Are we cutting are we talking corner cutting specifically in contracting? Uh, that's a good question. I always generally think of contracting when I think of cutting corners. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's probably good for overall business as well. Yeah, so I mean, I think I was saying this in our previous conversation, there's two ways you can cut corners. Mm-hmm. Um, not only those two ways of like in business, but also in contracting, but within either one, you know, there's two types of people that cut corners, we were saying. We were saying, like, people who cut corners accidentally, mm-hmm. meaning they're not thorough or they're not uh, as educated or informed enough. And then there's the people who cut corners intentionally to save a dollar um, or, uh, I don't know, get things done quickly, get over on people. Yeah, mischievously put more dollars in their yeah, pocket. Yeah, mischievously, yeah. maliciously, which is, I mean, commonly the situation in uh, when you're dealing with contractors, which is why they get a bad name. Mm-hmm. But I want to kind of talk about the cutting corners in like general entrepreneurship and business. Okay. Yeah, for a second, because like in real estate, there's there's so many ways you can save money. Yeah. Like because it's so much money involved. So you're right. talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars every single transaction that are being distributed among ten different people. You got attorneys, you got contractors, you got title agents, you got lenders, you got the seller, you got the buyer. Right. So much money flying around in a transaction so it's it's natural if you're looking out for the best interest of your business to think that cutting corners which can be confused for saving right or being frugal um if that's if you want to if you want your company to grow revenue wise you naturally go that route right so there's been times that even myself accidentally have cut corners because I thought I was doing the right thing to save money or doing the right thing to protect the company from unnecessary expenses. And what it ended up doing is biting me in the butt. Do you have like a specific example of that? I mean, we can use the inspection example again, mm-hmm. um, just kind of rushing through the deal, not utilizing my full due diligence period and just kind of skipping the inspection saying, I'll get the inspection after the appraisal, after spending $5,000 on the appraisal because I was so sure of myself that I was going to buy the property. Um, what else? I mean, an attorney, like going with a cheaper attorney who may or may not pay less attention to your deals and not be as protective as you need them to be in deals. That's a really obvious one. I mean, we got two attorneys, one charges, I think five or 600 buck, bucks less than the other. Yeah. But the more expensive attorney has more experience. He has litigation experience. So he also um, knows how to be aggressive in a way larger than just in real estate, bigger mm-hmm. than just we'll kill the, kill the deal, right? Taking it to that next level of protection that as we started having bigger deals, we needed that. Same thing with our lenders, right? There's lenders who might 
be more cost effective or... Oh, I think lenders is probably a good example. Yeah, absolutely. Because lenders... What we've been through recently. Lenders cut corners all day, but I mean, for, for me, we're talking about my experience. You could, like, I've switched lenders because they were easier approval odds, but then they're a nightmare to work with. Right. Right, so for the lender that may charge more fees or origination points, but are more organized and have better processes that align more with our system, it's not even worth the little $500 yeah. that you might save at the closing table. But um, also, I think aside from the monetary aspect of it, um, especially when talking about lenders, because we have this one kind of specific example, one of the lenders that we were using is always very strict in their documents, strict in their process. Yeah, um, and strict can be confused for thorough. Thorough, yeah. So thorough would be. It depends on if you're talking word. bad about them or good about well, them. Well, we use strict because we were kind of frustrated with them. It's like, okay, we do deals with you all the time. Why can't we just get this a faster moving process yeah. um, for us specifically? Um, so we did go to a different lender who basically said, okay, good. I mean, we pretty much switched everyone out of our system at one point or another for the sake of saving money. Yeah. Um, and then we realized that, hey, yeah, we saved money, but did we cut a corner there? Yeah. Did we do something that was actually detrimental to the business or for the sake of the business making more revenue? Mm -hmm. Ultimately, not being more worth it to the business. Right. Um, which is huge. So, you know, to kind of segue into the contracting piece, when you're talking about, like, what we just talked about was all intellectual corner cutting. When you're talking about people who actually work with their hands and people who actually are physically investing energy into your property, yeah. Right, not their property, unless you're a contractor and you own it, then you really need to pay attention to this. But physically putting actual sweat equity and elbow grease into the property, it's very easy to cut corners because um, even the communication route of like, I could say I want this painted white and you painted it white. Right. So like you're not wrong, but like you didn't paint two layers because you know it's a, it, or two coats, excuse yeah. me, because you know it's a flip. And it's not, I'm going to be selling it, so like, who cares? But now, who knows if the buyer, and we've had this happen, the buyer might be a contractor or a painter, him or herself, mm -hmm. and walk in and see, oh, they only did one coat of paint. That's a bad sign. If they cut corners there, maybe they cut corners in other places. Right. Um, and, and the list can go on in ways that contractors could cut corners. But the biggest thing is, it's important not to. Right. Um, and I mean, I guess I'll let you talk about why, from a contracting perspective, you can't cut corners. You would think it's very obvious, but... Yeah. Um, you know, what's one reason why you wouldn't want to cut corners? Oh, well, you don't want a bad reputation. Reputation is definitely number one. Especially, I mean, because I'm also the person at the end who's the face of the deal, the realtor. Yeah. Um, representing you yeah. or United Home Relief as a company. So for me as a realtor, that's huge because I don't want to be known as a person who sells those crappy flipped houses. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. The, the reputation. Um, kind of represents everyone that's involved. And it's funny you mentioned the realtor because that's a, that's a big one. We can talk about cut, cutting corners as a realtor, but on, on a contracting perspective, reputation is hands down number one. Because mm -hmm. like I said, in my one or two uh, coats of paint example, as soon as, if, if you know anything about doing work, as soon as you walk into a property, like we've done a couple properties, so now when we walk into a property, we know if it's crappy work or not. Yeah. Immediately. And so, almost look at the listing pictures and know if it's crappy work. Yeah, or not. so if yeah. I walk in, I see one thing that's that's 
crappy or corner cutted, I'm already on alert for the whole property of things that you may or may not have cut corners on. Mm -hmm. Lipstick on a pig, we call it. Right. Which is very popular in the flipping industry because, like, yeah, you you want good quality for the buyer. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, you need to save money. Sometimes when you buy the house, we've bought houses at a higher price point than we really wanted to buy them at. So we had to do construction at a lower amount. Than we, like the numbers gotta work. Yeah, so and that kind of brings me to what I was gonna say next. Yeah. Was uh, we're very meticulous. You and I are perfectionist type people. So we want everything to be great, look good and be perfect. Yeah. So when is it accept not acceptable or when is it okay, I guess, to cut corners? Does it ever make sense? Well, I love our philosophy because it's like, if you're gonna do it, do it great. So mm -hmm. we can walk into a house and say, this is what needs to be done here to get maximum dollar and sell quickly. And we're gonna do those things to the fullest. Right. Um, whenever we're not able to do one of those things, we sit down and really allocate energy into mitigating what we do and don't do to still reach our numbers and reach our goals. Mm -hmm. As opposed to the other option of just, we're gonna do everything that we said we're gonna do, we're just gonna do it at cheaper cost, cheaper materials. Right. And wherever we can save money, but still do it. So instead of delivering an overall crappy property, but you you know, you know, cross the checklist of what needs to be done for the property to reach a number, mm -hmm. and I might eat these words later as, as we grow. Right. But as of now, being that we've sold all our properties in a week, yeah. um, we haven't had an issue selling any properties. It's like, I think that we are really good at deciding. Yesterday we had a decision to make at our newest property of whether or not like one of the bathrooms downstairs is a it's a full bathroom right now right but it's small so if we remove the shower which was also really small and i couldn't shower in it right if we remove it it makes it a half bath that might throw off the appraisal a little bit it might throw off the comps right because it's a half instead of a full but it also might make more sense for the buyer and it already lets everyone know hey we we renovated this property with an actual human being and a buyer and buyer in mind right not just crossing the checklist of like oh we want a full bath so we're gonna throw a 32 it was a 32 inch half square shower pan yeah like there's no way my shoulders by themselves are 46 inches right so i don't know so like maybe i could shower <laughs> maybe you could shower right, <laughs> right and, and yeah. still not comfortably so it's like yeah. okay let's just remove the shower any money that we may have saved from there let's put it somewhere else so that we can right. make it back that was um, yeah or, or Again, like the property, and I wish we could, I mean, it's video, but I, like the property, the plumbing was done, the electric was done, yeah. um, the framing was done as we bought it. Like we bought a foreclosure from someone else who was flipping a property right. and couldn't afford to finish it. So we could have just finished their work, passed it up and got out of there and made, it, made money, for sure made mm -hmm. money. But instead we had to change a lot of things because A, they didn't do good work. So instead of just covering up their crappy work, we're gonna redo it the way that you know, we do our stuff because our reputation is at stake. And then additionally, like, um, there's a reason why they foreclosed. So there's a reason why they didn't, you know, get their property sold. So um, all those things, they all kind of go hand in hand. Of where like the premise of it all is like, yo, don't cut corners. Like, if you have a good product, have a good product. I always use lemonade because it's the most simple thing. It's like, mm -hmm. yo, if you know your lemonade is five scoops of sugar and that's what's hitting and that's what has a line around the corner for your lemonade stand, why would you do four and a half scoops, mm -hmm. less sugar, less sweet, um, 
uh, for the sake of saving money on, yeah. on on sugar. Compromise your brand. You're compromising your brand for maybe making more money, but now you're gonna watch your the line, and your lemonade stand dwindle, right? right? Because you decided to to cut a corner, or if you know you stir it for two minutes, but the line is long, you're under pressure, so you stir it for one minute, and now the, the sugar and the lemon ain't really ain't really merged or isn't really dissolved yeah you know and again you're tampering with your product so yeah. at the end of the day nobody looks at real estate or not everyone doesn't look at real estate especially amateur they don't look at it like an actual product yeah they look at it as like an investment vehicle which it is but if you really want to start making money in this industry you got to start looking at your properties as a product whether it's your rentals whether it's your flips or whatever, it's an actual product and you gotta think to yourself, is my product dope? Mm -hmm. Am I the Apple of what the, what I do or am I the, I guess I could say Android. Um, yeah, Android because they're, not to get all deep, but you know, Android is <laughs> like an operating system <laughs> that goes on any phone. You can yeah. have Android on a Motorola, you can have Android on this, that, whereas Apple will never compromise their OS. They only put it on products that they trust. So, you know, which one are you? What model are you going with? And I think in our experience that like the cutting corner model of like doing minimal um, for maximum dollar sounds good when you say it out loud. Like, yeah. that, that's business, right? Do minimal for maximum dollar. But yeah. in real estate, if you look at it from a product model and you're considering your reputation, you obviously want to represent greatness. So that is basically just a long way of saying you get what you pay for and you get what you put in. You get what you pay for, you get out what you put in. Yeah, all those metaphors are yeah. uh, not even metaphors, but all those little sayings that you've ever heard, yeah. a thousand percent applies in real estate, even though you're dealing with hundreds of thousands of dollars. So it's like, what's what's two grand shaved here or whatever? Like, no, it really matters. Um, even like, so Franklin, we sold $20,000 over asking. Franklin's a property, not yeah. a person or a turtle. <laughs> right, not Franklin the turtle, but Franklin a property we had sold $20,000 over asking in one day. Yeah. because But if that person would have walked in and they felt the floors creaking or like bent up, floated up, or it was we did cheap laminate or anything like that, that wouldn't have happened. Mm -hmm. A thousand percent. No matter how beautiful it was or whatever, if it was cheap and it felt cheap inside, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have happened that way. So we made twenty thousand extra dollars all because we followed this philosophy of delivering a good product and only working with contractors who also have that same philosophy. Right. Dope. So don't cut corners. Yeah. Don't compromise your brand. Yeah. And you'll be good. And make sure you like, share, subscribe our podcast. <laughs> Where? YouTube. Uh, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. That's pretty much it. Everywhere else. Everywhere you, you listen to podcasts. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe. Don't forget to visit unitedhomerelief.com to check out our, again, podcast uh, on video, audio, as well as our online course where we talk more about cutting corners, but really in depth and yes. objectively if you really want to learn this real estate With examples, game. resources, actual. All art, that PBS. jazz. All right. So yes. signing off. I'm Art Morrison the third here. Keep Catch you guys in the next episode. See ya. Peace.